You're listening to Surrounded by History, a podcast of the Blue Earth County Historical Society. Produced by Radio Mankato with your host, Historical Society Executive Director Jessica Potter. And now, Surrounded by History. Hello and welcome to Surrounded by History. I'm your host, Jessica Potter, with the Blue Earth County Historical Society. Joining me today is Jeff Lang with Radio Mankato. Every week, this program explores the history all around us, the history in plain sight, every day. For the next few segments of Surrounded by History, we will dig into the history, the stories, behind some of our city parks. Over the years, the Historical Society has collaborated with the city of Mankato to create a heritage plaque program that places these green, cast-iron historical plaques around the community, highlighting our local historic places. There are currently 18 heritage plaques installed around Mankato at historic buildings and homes and some of our city parks. So today we hope you will enjoy being surrounded by the history of Washington Park. Okay, so we have to get our bearings. Washington Park is located on 4th Street between Mulberry and Washington Streets. And for those of us that can't quite figure out streets in Mankato, um, this is downtown Mankato near the Veterans Memorial Bridge and what we know today as Old Town. Washington Park is laid out like a traditional town square type of park with um, sidewalks that actually crisscross to meet in the center. Um, Today's park features picnic areas, a really great playground, um, beautiful new Unity Totem that was designed by local artist Julie Dempster. It was installed um, in 2019, and the word welcome is inscribed um, in in almost 40 different languages that are spoken in Mankato. It's a beautiful piece that really represents how our community has always been a gathering place for different ethnic groups. Um, Also at this park, as you can imagine, you will find a green heritage plaque. And that plaque sits at approximately the location of the old railroad depot. How crazy is that, that there was a railroad that went through that park? (laughs) You just never think about that. I know. So a little bit about the railroad um, when it came to Mankato. So the railroad arrived in Mankato in 1868, and really this was the place where it landed. Um, During the summer of 1868, the Minnesota Valley Railway Company contracted more than 500 people to grade and lay ties and tracks from Kasota to Mankato, and they reached Mankato with the final track being laid on October 3rd, 1868. Wow. So railroad finally arrived in town at that time. And once the railroad arrived in Mankato, then so many things changed. Population booms and all kinds of different stuff. Um, The main line of this particular railroad was known as the 4th Street Route. And the railroad occupied 4th Street right away from Madison Avenue to Mulberry Street. And so you can kind of picture this a little bit when you're driving north on on 4th Street. You can kind of see that boulevard that's sticking kind of in the middle. Right. And it yep. says, you see a little um, placard that says Turtle Lot Parkway. Um, so that green space was originally railroad tracks. And that was, and they, and the railroad company had property then from Madison all the way back to Mulberry. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of blocks. Oh, it is. But you, then again, you think about, I mean, obviously this this train track is going to go, all, in this case, all the way to Kasota. Right. You know, so, but yes. 
This was the the route that yeah, they. Yeah, this is the, the property that they had here. Right. Right. Yep. And so um, they had a timber frame depot um, on that Fourth Street route that was where we know today as Washington Park. Okay. And so directly north of the depot um, on Fourth Street was the freight house. There was a four-stall brick engine house, turntables, and a nearby stockyard. Wow. I know, hard to imagine all of that right in that area when today we know it is such a uh, residential neighborhood. Right. So uh, there was also a branch um, line for the Mankato Streetcar Railway Company, which at this time provided horse-drawn transportation between the depot and downtown Mankato. The streetcar railway company, the um, to start out, this was this became our streetcars. That's right, Mankato had streetcars. Mankato had streetcars, which is the coolest thing that you tell people. Like, no, uh huh, because I knew that one, and that's so incredibly cool. It is, but the first streetcars were not electrified. They were with the horse drawn. They were horse drawn, yeah. and so this is tied to that horse drawn version. It wasn't the electric streetcars. Okay. Um, so all of this is kind of coming under this big umbrella, um, and the the Minnesota Valley Railway Company later becomes part of the bigger railway company of the Chicago, St. Paul, Minneapolis, and Omaha Railway Company, um, and they refer to this line as the Omaha Line. Okay. Okay? So I don't know a lot about railroad history, but um, I just know that eventually they all kind of become one. But in a way. In general, this is that Omaha line, the 4th Street line still, not the line that's closer to the river? Correct. Okay. Correct. This is Omaha. Because the depot that we still have today, that was the Union Depot. Okay. So that's Union Pacific. Got you. And so that's a totally different line. All right. Okay. So um, there was a notable event that happened, and many people in Mankato are aware of this notable event. Happened on January 13th, 1885. So Schuler Colfax was the was formerly the Speaker of the House of Representatives, and in 1868 he served as U.S. Vice President under Ulysses S. Grant. So after um, he served his four years as U.S. Vice President, um, he would. So he was only serving until 1872. And after that point, then um, he really kind of hit on a a speaking circuit in a way. And he would go all over the country speaking at different places about um, about some of his time in in the um, being in politics and in different things. He was involved in not so great things sometimes. Oh, uh -oh. (laughs) I was just going to say, isn't it weird to think, at least it is to me, that the speaking engagements started all the way then. Like, I feel I like that's something more modern. I know. That these people retire and then just start doing speaking tours. I know. It's hard to but believe. But it already started. It's, it's weird. It is weird. It's hard to believe. So in 1885, um, he's been out of the, the limelight as U.S. Vice President for now for over 12 years. And he was traveling from Wisconsin to Iowa. And to get there, because of the different trains, he had to make a stop in Mankato. So um, in order to get... To, to the the depot on Fourth Street um, that we've been talking about, he he first came in from Wisconsin on Union Depot, which is the one that is still currently standing along the Minnesota River, um, and he had to walk or take a um, horse drawn carriage or do something to right. get up to Fourth Street. Well, at this time, it's three quarters of a mile um, to be able to get to this distance. So you would think that he would just get somebody to give him a ride up there. Right. Um, but he decided to walk, and, for, and no big deal, except it was 30 degrees below zero. 
And um, he was a little bit of an older gentleman. And um, it was way too treacherous of a walk for him. And it just really overexerted him. So after he arrived at the depot... It was said that he looked at a map, and he um, sat down on the bench, and he just died from a heart attack. Oh, my God. Wow. <laughs> so, um, yeah, interesting. And, and some of the other things I read about him is um, people didn't recognize him locally, you know, because he hadn't been in the limelight. He hadn't been in the limelight for a while. Yeah, and so they had to search through his pockets. They couldn't they, find him on Facebook or something. Nope, nope. nope. <laughs> they couldn't just, like, you know, who is this guy? Um, and... Uh, yeah, they found a letter in his pocket that had his name on it, and then they realized who it was. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah, because if he's traveling alone, that's mm-hmm. like everybody's nightmare almost right, right there. Right, right. In some little small prairie town, and you, you keel over from a heart attack. Right. So there's our brush with fame. Um, a U.S. vice president died in Blue Earth, in Mankato. Um, shortly after the 1900s, um, rail travel is changing a little bit, and um, the Omaha line decides they don't need to have the, the 4th Street tracks anymore. This is kind of where they, they kind of reroute things, so it's going down more along the Minnesota River. That's why if you're down by a riverfront park, you can see so many different railroad lines, yep. um, train lines. And that's that's an example of how Omaha said, yeah, why are we going through the middle of town? Let's just move over by and the river. So then they kind of were they did that to buy land from Union? I mean, maybe you don't know. But. I don't know, but I but we were um, talking a little bit about how downtown in the old town area was very commercial, uh, very industrial, I should say. And um, so I would imagine that was the other reason that that prompted them to move. Mm-hmm. They were closer to the quarries. They were closer to the river. They were closer to a lot more of that um, that industry. And so by 1912, the um, the site is completely vacated, and that is when the city of Mankato decided to turn it into a city park. So um, Washington Park becomes a park in 1912. So um, now I want to talk a little bit about the Washington Park neighborhood. So... I have mentioned before that neighborhood parks or um, parks within neighborhoods really kind of serve as an anchor for those neighborhoods. And Washington Park is no different. Washington Park has a a great little uh, history that goes along with it. So if we've talked about um, Turlock Parkway, you could think about the houses that are down in the Washington Park neighborhood. Um, If you compare them in your mind to, like, our Lincoln Park neighborhood, um, our Washington Park neighborhood was the houses are smaller, they're closer together, they're closer to the road, um, and a lot of that was because this was a working-class neighborhood. Um, We are only a couple of blocks off um, away from Old Town, which we were just talking about was that industrial area, commercial area, and so... This was the, that working class neighborhood of laborers and shop employees, tradesmen that could just walk to work. Because, again, at this time, you, you don't just hop in the car and, and you know, right. run across town for work. And last week we talked about the, the other neighborhood, Lincoln Park, being, you said bigger houses, bigger yards. Mm-hmm. And now as you say that, you never really think about it, but as you say that, there's really a big difference between the two neighborhoods based on just the size of the yards. It is. And you can go through the Washington Park neighborhood and you can look and you've got houses that are almost right on top of each other. So that's the difference. And this this neighborhood, besides it's a working class, you also have to think early Mankato history. This is also where a lot of our um, immigrant families are residing because it is, they're they're the ones that are going to be working in an industry, um, they're the ones that maybe they come um, and they have a little bit less money, so they're they're going to be living in the more modest homes. 
these homes at the time were a very small scale home, a Victorian style, traditional Victorian um, style house, but everything about them were more mass produced compared to the Lincoln Park neighborhood, which were all custom. Um, and so that's the the unique thing about the um, Washington Park neighborhood. And some of those early, like turn of the century into the 1920s and 30s, immigrants were our German, Irish, Scandinavian, Lebanese. And I, I love how history repeats itself. We have a lot of our new immigrants. This is the same neighborhood and areas that they're residing you know, 100 years later, mm-hmm. you know, and so this is a great example of how history repeats itself. You can be able to see how our how our community has always been a welcoming community for our immigrant populations. So the other great thing about Washington Park, um, this neighborhood, I, I think this is really interesting when you think about this as the working class neighborhood. Well, this neighborhood was also um, kind of key when it came to where education was going to be started, where religion really had a good foothold, and where even medicine was set up. And so um, thinking about that, the first school in Mankato was a log one-room country, one-room schoolhouse, and that was built in this neighborhood in 1853. Mankato, should I quiz you? Oh. When, when did Mankato become, when was Mankato founded? 1852? Woohoo! Yes! Yes! So, oh my um, gosh, that's awesome. I was so pumped <laughs> I got that. So, um, so within a year of, of people coming to Mankato, we already had a one-room country schoolhouse. And so you think about it, that's already they're, they're deciding that this is the core. This is the middle part of town, and this is where we're going to build the school. And the first church service was 1854. And St. Paul's, St. Peter and Paul's Catholic Church is within this neighborhood. And... Um, so they were one of the first church services in town, um, but they also operated one of the first church-operated schools. So besides our log one-room schoolhouse, um, the St. Peter and Paul's Catholic Church and Emmanuel Lutheran Church were both supporting schools down in this district, down in this area. And to replace our log one-room schoolhouse was the Union School, which was built in 1855, and Union School Building still stands. Which one's that? That is down on Broad Street. That is that, it, when you drive by it, it still says Union School, and it's a it's an office building now. I can see it in my, I can see it actually you say that. Yep, and so right at the um, the Mulberry Street is what connects our bridge, what connects with the bridge, and it's right off of Mulberry and Broad Street. Um, okay. And it's this beautiful, big. Oh, yeah, it's, it's the Union Square now is yes. what it's called. Yep. Oh, that school's been around for, that building's been around for that long. Well, in that location, and then the building that is there today was more of a 1920s style building. But that is where they planted the Union School. Okay, I've seen that. Okay, and we think about that. That's pretty centrally located to the the valley of that downtown core, and that's the area that was first developed. Okay, so that's what I love about Washington Park. It's really representing those that early development of Mankato um, coming to and, and the growth of Mankato. So um, that is kind of taking a look at education and religion. So the other really interesting thing, in my opinion, is that medicine has its start down in this area. So just a little bit farther off, um, just off of Main Street, we have that is kind of the beginning of the Mankato Clinic. 
but the beginning of the hospitals actually start right around the Washington Park as we know it today. So the very first, well, the very, very first hospital was Turtelot, but we're not going to talk about that one today. Um, Instead, we're going to talk about St. Joseph's. This was um, the hospital that was built in our town in 1899, and it was built between Washington and um, on Washington streets between 5th and 6th Street. Today, we know it as the River Bluff Apartments, um, and at the time, it was called St. Joseph's Hospital. Okay. So, St. Joseph's Hospital was the Catholic hospital. Remember, at this time, with our immigrant populations, um, there was div- great divisions in um, in our religions as well. So, I mean, there were some where German Lutherans were only speaking German, you know, in the in the homes and in schools, versus the, the you know Catholic versus a, a Lutheran that type of thing. Um, there was a big division at the time. So, this was the Catholic hospital. Um, a few years later, um, another hospital was built, a manual hospital, and that was built just a couple blocks down on 4th Street in Washington. Today we know it as the Gus Johnson Plaza. And um, this location on the corner of Washington 4th once was occupied the Omaha Railroad Roundhouse and Turntable. Oh, very cool. Yeah, so this ties right to... They just built right on top of that location. Exactly. Once they vacated, um, they were able to turn that space into um, a place for another hospital. Okay. So... um, so we kind of, we're familiar, if you've lived in Mankato for a while, you've, you've heard of St. Joseph Emanuel Hospital, or Emanuel St. Joseph Hospital, I should say. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And you're like, well, I don't get it. Um, it took me a while to get it, too. So um, what we know of today as Mayo Health Center, Health Center um, was Emanuel St. Joseph Hospital. Um, where that comes back to are these two hospitals that were down on Washington, um, St. Joseph uh, built a new hospital in 1953 up on the hill where we know it today. Okay. And then in 1968, Emanuel Hospital joined them and they consolidated into one hospital. And when they built on top of the hill in 53, was there a lot up there already? Or There wasn't a ton. There was um, a lot of things that were happening up on Hilltop in the 50s were a lot of the post-World War II houses. Okay. Um, so a lot of these little smaller houses, yep. and you can see that up there still. So after World War II is really where you see a lot of the boom happening okay. up on Hilltop, which made sense of why gotcha. they, they were building the hospital up there. And then the two hospitals joined forces and now they've been renamed as Mayo Health Systems, and so that's how, that's, that's kind of their story. So that's that all really has cool. all has a connection down to Washington and Park. According to your map, they're literally a block and a half from each other I downtown, I and can't. now they're together. But it's like mm-hmm. they started that that close in the first place. And I can't I can't believe that. That's the part that always kind of boggles my mind that you had these two, in a way, competing hospitals, but mm-hmm. they were literally a block apart. Right. Yeah, I guess it's Mankato tradition because then we put everybody else close together and get in that same spot. Exactly, exactly. So we hope that you've enjoyed today's program as we've explored the history of Washington Park, the place, the the city park that once housed a railroad line and a depot, um, had Mankato's for schools and churches, and today serves as a recreational space for a vibrant downtown neighborhood. All of this information we share today comes from the archives of the Blue Earth County Historical Society. Until next time, we hope you see the history that surrounds you. You've been listening to Surrounded by History, a podcast from the Blue Earth County Historical Society, produced by Radio Mankato. 
For more information on this and other topics, visit BlueEarthCountyHistory.com or stop by the Blue Earth County History Center at 424 Warren Street in Mankato. Thanks for listening to Surrounded by History. History.